I am Tova Cito. And I am Janice Scant. And we believe our lives should be happy, healthy, and abundant. And that it is our job to get us there. Every week, we will have inspiring, educational, and fun conversations that will help you live your very best life. Welcome to The The Remedy. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the very next episode of The Remedy with Tobacito and... Janice Gant and... And Kevin Ebling, and we miss having you here today, Tova. Yep, Tova is remote. <laughs> I am remote. I'm in a very tall hotel in Austin, Texas. <laughs> that sounds fun. How's the weather? Oh, God. Can I feel like we're finally starting to get fall. I know. It's so nice. Today I walked for a long time, and it was just perfect. Yeah, as soon as we're done, I'm gonna. I have a couple of counseling calls, and I'm gonna do it. All, uh, I'm gonna do it while I'm walking Ladybird Lake. I can see it right now. Yeah, from my hotel room. I, I love this weather. I know it's great. It Kev, is. Really- how's your How's your bride feeling? How's her belly? She's good. Oh man, it's funny. Like it felt for almost the entire time. You couldn't even tell she was pregnant, but. There's no hiding it now. <laughs> so when the it's baby kicks or moves, do you see it on mm-hmm. her stomach? I got a video of it I can show you later. Oh, it's, isn't that amazing? <laughs> At first, I don't believe it. I'm like, that's just you breathing. Or that's been like, no, it's really there. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> real. Like, that's gas or something. But no, it's real. <laughs> oh, really it's so cute. precious. It's so cute. It is. It is a miracle. I don't, you know, it doesn't matter how many times I see a belly. It doesn't matter how many times I see a pregnant woman. I am just in awe of it and the miracle of it every single time. It's crazy. And as of today, we're 27 weeks. Isn't that where they say you're in like the safe zone once you're past that? Even if something happens, it would still be okay type thing? Yeah, that's amazing. So that's good to know, even though we're just barely there. Yeah. Well, it's coming. There's no turning back. Nope. That baby Jan, Tova Jan, that's going to (laughs) be, she is going to be cute. We all know you like safe zone, Kevin. So I bet you're feeling pretty good about now. You are could not be more correct. Even though I'm still a little paranoid, I'm like, well, I'm barely there, so maybe not yet. Maybe the doctors are off by a few days. You know, they could so, be. They could be. So I'm not. Oh my. I'm not totally, Kevin, totally relaxed yet. Well, you're so funny. I listened to our podcast from last week a couple of days ago. And I'm telling you, Kev, you add so much to this show. You really I do. Was laughing, it like laughing so loud. I'm like, <laughs> it was, it was when I laughed so loud that it hurt my ears. <laughs> God, lately, I've actually been having that feeling where sometimes later I'm like, oh my god, like what did I say? Like, <laughs> no, I you're just, I, well. I just talk without thinking, and then me too, me but, too. I was talking about Putin. I thought, well, that was like about a eight-year-old <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true that was funny though you know <laughs> it's really funny though I i've thought before topic. like oh sorry tough didn't interrupt you oh no i was just gonna say i love our topic for today janice found this amazing article from a website called complete well-being and it was written by uh, it was actually written a long time ago september of 2009 but it's called 10 steps to abundance and it is good stuff how did you find this janice well i i 
get the I get some of these. Uh, I'm on some of these websites, and I'll get like a an article because so a lot of these like Louise Hay and Wayne Dyer and Deepak Chopra, I've read and listened to their stuff for years and years and years, and so I follow a lot of what they participate in. And uh, so this was just something that I ran across. I got this this email from Complete Wellbeing, and I just saw it, and I thought, oh, this is so good because I love the uh, – I, I, when, I, when I was going through my divorce or really it was more after my divorce, at the very beginning of the end – uh, after it was do- done, I started reading, and Wayne Dyer was, when I read his books, it changed my life. It changed my thinking. It changed my life. And and then from there, I read about Louise Hay, and then Deepak Chopra has a great book called The, the Spiritual Laws of Success. I think it's The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. It's amazing. So all of these people have had a gigantic influence on my life and my belief system and my thinking process. Because I had never really heard or read anything about abundance and what that means and how we can create that in our lives. So anyway, so I thought it would be kind of fun to look at. Well, it's it's really a fantastic article. So, so there's ten of them, right? Right. right. So, did you want to read? Do you want to read? Take turns reading them, and then just chatting about them. Is that how? You, yeah. Like do you want to do that? Is that good with you? Perfect. Okay. Perfect. All right. Um, uh, do Ken, you know you we want you to chime in too. We all, all love your feedback too. Well, thank so. you. I got to pay extra close attention today because I don't have it in front of me because my phone's plugged into the board. So oh, oh. <laughs> I should have emailed it to myself oh. before. I didn't think of that. Do but. you want it my phone to read it or no? Um, yeah, do you don't mind? That would be no, great. No, I don't mind at all. I like to just kind of follow along as we go. Yeah, no, it helps, doesn't it? It really uh, does. Bu- 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 let me find it. Sorry, guys. Didn't mean to jam you up. No, that's fine. Okay, I'll start by Okay, good. Perfect. How about that? Sounds good. So she starts by saying, let's look at the 10 steps of abundance based on the life and teachings of some of the most revered and successful individuals. Number one, feel good and love yourself. To me, true prosperity begins with feeling good about yourself, writes Louise Hay in her book, You Can Heal Your Life. It is never the amount of money. It is a state of mind, she adds. True wealth is an emotion, writes best-selling author and trainer Anthony Robbins in his book, Awaken the Giant Within. It's a sense of absolute abundance. The abundance that is the sum of life, the luxurious excess of nature, its landscapers, oceans, and hills. It is the immeasurable wealth of joy that babies' giggles bring and the timeless richness one feels in elders' wisdom. Yeah, love um, that. I do too. You know, I agree with you, Janice, that that like some of these people, several which you mentioned, you know, I I know that, I mean, in the Bible, it talks about abundance, you know. Um, yeah. So this is not a new concept. And yet I do feel like that it is relatively new. That word is 
relatively new in the like psychology therapy world. Like this idea, even though Jesus introduced the concept, he said, I came to give you life and not just life, but came to give you abundant life. Right, um, right. Um, but I feel like that word used in this context is, you know, relatively speaking, relatively new. Like this whole idea that abundant life is ours for, for the taking. And I love how she starts out this article by feel good, love yourself. Um, when you have all these years, um, all these years that you have done counseling and you've worked with people and individuals and spoken and stuff, what percent, and I'm gonna think of the same thing, I'm gonna think of the same thing. If you had to assign a percentage of the individuals that you've met with that actually love themselves, what what percentage would you give that? Oh, I don't know. Maybe peop maybe twenty percent actually yeah. love themselves. I think that we a lot of us were raised that don't focus on yourself, don't love yourself. That could be arrogant, that could be presumptuous and prideful. Yeah. And you know, that's that's the whole essence of when I started when I was getting my divorce in ninety seven, that's when I started reading these people. And they, and so I, one day when I was walking on the beach at South Padre and I decided to write The Shame Game, that was a, as a result of some of these readings, like You Can Heal Your Life was one that I read. And then Wayne Dyer's had several books that I read while I was going through my divorce. And, and then what I, what I realized was that shame was what kept us from believing that we are lovable, you know, that, that shame is believing that we are inadequate, whereas, whereas loving ourselves means that we love ourselves. We can recognize our fallacies or our faults or whatever, or, you know, but, but in order for us to believe that we can have abundance and deserve abundance, it has to come from a place of self-love. Because yeah. if we don't feel like we deserve it, we won't get it. Right. Right. You know? Right. I think I would assign the same percentage. I think, I think one of the saddest things for me is when I have met with people and I will tell them, I will tell them something really unique or something really beautiful or something really special that I see in them and or have experienced in them. And they look at me surprised and they ask me, like, you really you really believe that about me? Like, there's no way that that I could ever be seen as lovable or or that uh, I deserve good or that abundance is mine. It's like, you really believe that about me? And I'm like, yeah, I really do. And it's like, it's like they're questioning me. I'm like, until you trust yourself, trust me. Well, like, trust yeah. Me that I see this in you and that you one day can also see it in yourself. It's like, it's kind of a heartbreaking 
realization for them, you know? Well, it's a, it's a very simple concept is that we love ourselves because we breathe. It has yeah. nothing to do with what we do, how we look, our achievements. Self-love is about, I deserve abundance because I am precious, because yep. I breathe the air. And yep. that is then our accomplishments or all sorts of things like that are on top of that. So it's like kind of the icing, but the cake itself is just being able to wrap your brain around the fact that I am as precious as any human being that has ever walked this earth. Absolutely. Just because we breathe, you know. Yeah. So, so I think that that's where that self-love comes from. And I just think that we have not... As a lot of us have not grown up with people telling us that, you know, yep. some of it and even some of the religious systems that 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 are, you know, that can be health. You know, you're a, you're a sinner. You are, you know, you are basically not worthy of that's what I heard in Baptist. The, uh -huh, yeah. that Baptist church. You probably got some of mm -hmm. that in that Catholic sure. church too, you know. And it's just and it's just a different thought process that is that is very different. And one of the things that I have done with my children once I started really understanding this concept, and I do it with my grandchildren all the time, is they I'll say, you know. That if they something happens to them, great. I say, oh, that's amazing. You d totally deserve that. You totally deserve that. That's amazing. You deserve it. You know, to, to help them to maintain that mentality of of that I do deserve the good that life has to offer. Everybody else does too, but but I'm but that's not really my business. My business is the belief that I deserve it, and then let it begin with me, and then you can extend that idea to other people. For sure. And I do think that that is why, I do think that's one of the things, uh, Janice, that has made you such an effective counselor, at least, at least, I mean, for me, so, so, so effective was you were able to shine that on me and help me see it and believe it in myself. And then you're right. As soon as you accept it and believe it, you can turn around and give that gift to other people. It's amazing. It's amazing. It really is. Yeah. It really, yes. really is. So yeah. I love that, that that's kind of, and I think that I like that that's the number one thing because I think that's the base for people really being able to live the uh, abundant life, you know, is, is feeling that. So I like that they started with that one. Me too. I love it. Yeah. You want to read two? Yeah, I'll, I'll read the second one. Uh, be carefree. Don't worry about money. To have true wealth or affluence is to be totally carefree about everything in life, including money writes Deepak Chopra in Creating Affluence. He adds, affluence or wealth means that one is easily able to fulfill one's desires, whatever they may be, whether they apply to the material realm or to our emotional, psychological, or spiritual needs or to the realms of the relationship. A truly wealthy person's attention is never focused on money alone. 
Abundance is the quest for a happy, fulfilling life, whereas money is only a means, a means that has become a measure of our ego. Abundance isn't about money, nor is it the never-ending pursuit for more. It is enjoying life, being happy with what is, and seeking joy through the pursuit of our goals. You know, I think that that, I like that one a lot because I think a lot of people fret about money. And it is, it is, and true, we need money to be able to live. But the more I think we worry about it, the less we're available to receive the the abundance uh, which will include finances because we that's part of our life but it's not the uh, again it's not the what is going to necessarily define a fulfilling life you know so i like that a lot what do you think I about do that too. do you like that oh i love it i you know though i do i i i so agree with this and I also understand why somebody who's in the thick of like financial struggle would have a hard time accepting this. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I think that's really true. And mm -hmm. I think that that's what I think that that is one of the difficult things about it is that we have is the ability to be to have faith that it is it is there it will be there if you're in the midst of limitations but yes. i do but i do believe that the more we we claim it then i think that it's a lot of it again it comes from a belief system that we deserve it and you know i mean if we're talking about spirituality or God or a higher power or, you know, being the source, then, you know, that's going to be part of it. And it may be that we get a new job or it may come from other people or other situations. I don't believe it's going to like, you know, fall from the heavens and just land on us. But I think that when we claim it and we believe we deserve it, I do think that it can be available. And and it's not, and I don't mean that it's going to be millions and millions and millions of daughter, but I think that that it is a, it is, it is something that is not, it's not against faith. It is faith-based. Yeah, I, it is faith-based. I mean, I think it's, I think it's in, Matthew 5 when Jesus is talking about the Sermon of the Mount and he is talking about like look at the lilies of the field look at the birds yeah. of the air like they don't they don't work they don't have to work very hard for their food and, and they yet, don't worry about it and they don't worry about it exactly and and he says you know if I take care of them why would I not take care of you and I think that I think that what you're saying is perfectly right I understand why somebody who is in financial stress feels the weight of that but i do think the mindset of abundance and what lack of worry or letting go of worry around it does open up space for 
I do believe a hundred percent. You said it perfectly. It's a, it's perspective and and it's faith Yeah. that, that we have a God who loves us and will, and wants to take care of us. Yeah. 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 I agree. I agree. Okay. Number three, focus on the positives. It says as a poor orphan, Dr. Dyer never saw the scarcity around him rather basked in the joy of abundance that he felt deep inside. It's all about having an inner picture of abundance, thinking in unlimited ways, then being in a state of ecstatic gratitude and awe for how this whole thing works. He writes in The Power of Intention. As a child, he never saw difficulties, only opportunities. To others, a snowstorm was a curse. To him, it was a blessing, a means to shovel snow and earn more. He always believed in the abundance of the universe and focused on the positive and thus attracted abundance into his life. The universal spirit has always worked with me in bringing my thoughts of unlimited abundance into my life. The right people would magically appear. The right break would come along. The help I needed would seemingly manifest out of nowhere, states Dr. Dyer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you seen that in your life? Oh my gosh, yes. Yes. It's like whenever there's something that 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 when I th- look back on my at my early days of divorce, I was not I got, you know, Kurt was successful and so financially I um I was okay. And, but it wouldn't, it would not have lasted forever, you know? And then when I went back to graduate school and, and people, I've said this on here before, people said, oh my gosh, do you know how many therapists there are that are broke and don't have a practice and all that? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And I would go sit in my office and I would just sit there and stare at the phone, you know, and I just kept claiming it. I kept saying, okay, God, if this is what is I'm going to do, then bring it on. And it, and it did, you know, Mm -hmm. and it, there's no reason, rhyme or reason whatsoever that I was able to do that, except that I believed I could do it. Yeah. And that was working, you know, focusing on the positive instead of looking at the limitations or the what if, or all of that. It was more about, I believe I can do it. And I started with one client and that's how it, that's how it went, you know? So I do believe that there is, there's, you know, supernatural energy in this world that brings to us things unexpectedly Yes, that help us achieve the desires of our hearts, as long as it's going to benefit myself and others and not be a hazard for people. I, yep. I think that the, the world is an oyster, you know? I do too. Yeah. And I do think our thoughts and our fears and our worries are the only limitations. Yeah. I remember when I was married to Topher, he would actually get really annoyed with me because I just always had this attitude, this abundance attitude. And it didn't matter if we were rich or we were broke or what we had lost or what we had gained. I always believed that everything would work out. I really did. Like I've always had that attitude and that spirit. And that's something that actually really annoyed Topher. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. 
he used to say to me, Tova, things just don't always work out. And I would look at him and I'd be like, oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it annoyed him so much that I had to, to him. I know that it sounded and it felt naive. Like Tova's just this naive little girl who has this like silly idea that like no matter what, everything is going to work out. And yet it always has. Like, yeah, it always has. And I think the limitations that we put on our lives and the lives of others is like, are just that we put those on there. Those are not God. I don't believe God puts limitations on us. I think, like you said, I love it. I think the world is our oyster. You know, a couple a couple of months ago in July, I did a wedding in Crested Butte. I sent y'all a text about this. Um, but I, and the groom, it was just the most beautiful day. And the groom was like, I wish there was going to be a rainbow. I wish there would be a rainbow. And I was like, and I looked at him and we were, he and I are about to walk down the aisle. The ceremony is about to begin. I looked at him and I go, there is going to be a rainbow. And he like hit my arm and he's like, don't jinx us like that, Tova, don't say that. I'm like, no, Barrett, watch, there's gonna be a rainbow. And he and I walk down the aisle, his bride comes, we do the ceremony. The ceremony ends and usually, the second I announce them and introduce them, the the AV guy, the audio guy cuts my mic and and but he didn't cut my mic and i said into the microphone and everybody heard it cue the rainbow (laughs) and the second i said it here came a huge rainbow um right in the sky and it was it was i mean people thought i was like clairvoyant or like (laughs) (laughs) like I could move nature or something but I I really just knew that there was going to be a rainbow I just felt it in my soul in my gut and I just claimed it and dang it if there wasn't a rainbow and Barrett was like you are crazy like you have superpowers and I was like you know what we all have superpowers like we are limiting we are limiting the only limitation that exists is us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and there and i think that i think that we when we believe we will see evidences of yeah. a, an abundant life around us and sometimes it might be a rainbow and sometimes it might be a flower that, you yeah. know, when I'm walking my, you know, I like the other day I was walking and there was a feather and I always think, okay, yeah. my mother, you know, the, because the, of the feathers around that, uh, that were all around wherever, uh, wherever I walked when my mother was dying. And I don't believe that that's an accident. I just, no. I think that those sort of things are around us if we'll look for them, you that's know? Right. Yeah. That's right. Exactly right. Yeah. I, I just believe it so much too. I do too. I love it. Which, which leads perfectly into the next one. Okay. Think abundance. 
Louise Hay believes one must uncover limiting beliefs and change them. Observe what thoughts arise when you think of money and prosperity. What past incident or which person's opinion made you think these thoughts? Let it go. Choose better thoughts and instill them in your mind. We can believe that the world is full of abundance for everyone, or I am worthy of prosperity and it easily flows into my life. Thoughts lead to action and it helps to fill the mind with with positive thoughts. When I read this the other day, I can remember my dad saying, well, money doesn't grow on trees. You know, that it was and giving, a, you know, creating a really limited thought process around money. And, and I can, and then when Kurt and I were married and he was in the investment world and, you know, he had a different mindset about money because it, he was working really hard and, and he would say, you know, money, you got to work, you got to work, 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 it's hard, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I just never, I never could adhere to that. I knew that we needed to work for it. I don't think that it's going to fall down from heaven like manna, but I do, I don't think it's supposed to be miserably hard for us. And, and I do believe that there are signs all around when, you know, when I, when, Yesterday, when I was going to the Katy Trail for my walk, I was looking at all of the, the the leaves on the trees and thought, when I walk and I look at all the leaves on the trees, there's proof of abundance right there. Or when you're on the beach and you're looking at all the grains of sand, that's proof of abundance. And and I can just... I, so I think that thinking abundance, when... Even when you are, maybe you want more or you need more, you look at what you have and you think, okay, here is proof that money and abundance, I mean, we need money. We need money and prosperity in order to buy groceries. So as we look at the positive things that are bringing us abundance, even if it's not money, whether it's love or friendships or just joy or humor, then there's proof of that abundance. And then that will help us shift our thinking into an abundance thought process. Yep. Yep. It is just, it's, it's like we've talked about episode after episode after episode. It is thought replacement. It's taking that stinking thinking that life is unfair. Life is hard. Life city. There's, Mm -hmm you know, everything's bad. Nothing's, uh, you know, nothing works out for me. And just changing those thoughts to more positive thoughts. And I always love how you remind us, like, fake it till you make it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like just do it. Yeah. Um, and uh, over time, you will see that that thought replacement of thinking more abundantly does change not only your thoughts, but your life. I really believe it. I do too. I do too. Yeah. Oh, what speaking of number five, take your mind off scarcity. Look at that. Yeah, there you go. Um, okay. <laughs> Abundance and joy. That was a nice segue. Do what? That was a nice segue. So was I, it? I, I, <laughs> I didn't even, I really didn't plan that. That seemed so, 
It's like so cue the rainbow. So good that it was a little cheesy, but I really didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I like okay, it. Okay, number five, abundance and joy lie in our minds. Focusing on the good helps us create the great. Oh, I really like that. Yeah, one. me too. Focusing on the good helps us create the great. Paying attention to our troubles and deficiency only creates greater misery. We waste our time and our energy and worrying rather than focusing on dreams, solutions, and happiness. Our thoughts of scarcity ensure that we subconsciously begin to believe and act accordingly. Our own belief in lack and limitation is the only thing that is limiting us. What belief is limiting you? Ask Louise Hay in her book, You Can Heal Your Life. What a powerful question. Yeah. What belief is limiting you? You and know, do you believe that you have any have any beliefs that limit you? Do I? E either one of you. You are Kevin. No, you go first, Janice. Uh, I know I do. <laughs> I don't. Not really. I really don't. I, I can't think of any area of my life right now that is that I see. You know, um, and I, you know, one of the things that, that I, one of the ways that I use this concept too is in my relationship with Tom is because when I, if I get too wrapped up in my brain nitpicking something like he's not doing this or he could do this or then that grows and grows and grows. Whereas if I focus on his last night, he's out of town and he texted me and he said, what time are you going to go to bed? And I said, probably about 930. And he said, okay, I'll call you before you go to bed. And he always does that. And he's so dependable and he's always so sweet. And I just, if, when I take my brain and I shift it to the areas of my life and my relationship with him that are so positive and so good, then it totally takes my mind off of anything that I maybe am annoyed with, you know, and I, and I really, I really, right now, today in my life, I have no area of scarcity that I can think of, which is a very great gift. Yeah, I that mean, is a great gift. Yeah, it's a blessing, you know, and, and I look around and I, and I look at my friendships and my children and my grandchildren and doing this with y'all and my job and everything is like, okay, it's just all really good. And I had a friend who used to say, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> and I really kind of got that from her. And I think that that helps me if, if it, there's a time that I'm feeling any sort of scarcity. You know, I kind of wish the backs of my thighs looked better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish the front of mine did, so maybe we should just swap. <laughs> maybe we could swap. <laughs> what about you, Kevin? Oh, I mean, I do think I for sure have a tendency to focus on, and just in general, what I don't have right now. You know uh -huh. what I mean? But I uh -huh. think that's where a lot of ways, and I'm not the best about this, but spirituality plays in because if you really do have faith that everything will work out, it really will. But uh, yeah. people like me a lot of times have a extreme difficulty seeing past the gray. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're young too, you know. I mean, you're in the business of building your career and you're about to have a baby and you're in a in a stage of life that that I you know which is 
which is difficult sometimes. All the serious responsibilities are getting kicked up a notch, you know? They are, yeah, it's revved up. <laughs> Big but, time. But then when you look at your ability to have your own business and be your own boss and are able to pay your bills and are successful, that's not limitation. That's yeah. abundance. No, I, I have everything that I need. It's just yeah. hard to see that see it that way. Yeah, I know. That's why, yeah, focusing on what you actually have today. I, I'm limited only in my in myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a mindset, yeah. Which is such a – I'm so grateful that you say that, Kevin, because I do think a lot of people have that. Yeah. And, and I – and look, I have I, – I, I don't know that I've ever lived in limitations or scarcity. I don't know. I just – I mean, like I told you, when when I have been limited and things have been scarce, I still didn't live in limitations or scarcity. I've just I've never had that mindset, but I I was married to it for a long, 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 long time. And I used to think like, Topher, if you just if you just embraced like abundance and you change like, yeah, I mean, I just remember (laughs) waking up with him every single day and I would be like reading my devotionals and doing my quiet quiet time and he was like looking on his bank app and like <laughs> and he was always calculating how long we had and and I'm like until what <laughs> it's easy to get wrapped up in that stuff uh-huh yes. uh-huh it you is get obsessed with it and I do think so I do think too that for men because they are a lot of times men in the relationship are responsible for that element. And I understand that that can be a little bit frightening, you know, to believe in the unseen mm-hmm. part of that. I totally get that. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I, I just as frustrated as he could be with me was as frustrated as I could be with him. Mm-hmm. And that like, hey, well, like we're partners in this and like, I'm not going to let us fail. You're not going to let us fail. Like, let's just like change because the truth is all you can do is like what you can do. You know, like he was working his ass off. I was working my ass off. And and we were it's not like we were spending, spending, spending. It's like, you know, and a lot of people, a lot of most people in society are are living paycheck to paycheck and don't have millions of dollars in the bank and yet like if we all lived as if we were running out what a miserable world we would live in you know and so like just thank thankful for the people who who may have that you know their bank account may show scarcity and yet their mindset and outlook show something completely different yeah and um, I, I think too is one of the things is is to el- eliminate the word failure yeah from your vocabulary so that i might yeah. have a temporary setback or i might have less this month than the next but the yep. thought that i could fail is just not reality yeah, you may change. Yep. You may have to. Ch- you may decide to change some things, but I think that we, or a lot of us, were taught, "Don't fail." You know, you, 
it, you're not going to make it, you're going to fail, you're going to fail. And I think that is a very scarcity thought process. Yep. You know, because I don't know how, how do people fail in life? I don't know, yeah. you know. <laughs> I don't know, but I know a lot of people who think they failed. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. And that those are two really different things, and I, I could not agree with you more. I think I think where we are lucky, Janice, is we, is we have a age on our side. You know, we've been through enough to know, like, looking hindsight's twenty twenty. like, when you're going through it, you think, oh, my God, what a failure. Like, what a failure. And then you get to the other side of it and you're like, that wasn't, that was like the greatest gift or that was the biggest blessing or thank yeah. God I was saved from that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, in fact, I, I, yeah, I mean, I see it all the time. I see it all the time where you think that what you're in is the worst thing that could ever happen. And yet you get to the other side of it and you realize that actually was like one of the best things that could have ever happened. Yeah. Yeah. That quote unquote failure, you know, whether it was a business or an investment or a relationship, like, thank God I was saved from that or I was taken from that or you get fired from your job and you're humiliated or you think that like, what a failure, you know, like, no, maybe this is like the greatest opportunity you've ever been given. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Oh, I just believe that that's it. I mean, that's why I don't even use the word failure because yeah. it's just a change maybe, you know, yeah. which feels a little bit yeah. more positive. For okay. Sure. You want me to go to the next one? Well, you know what? I'm looking at our time and we're already at 45. And we, we are? Five more. So should we oh, just yeah, we do are. this and two? Yeah, we'll finish it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. But so I want to say something. Yeah, I right. really appreciate the fact that you put yourself in my age group. <laughs> Thank you. That just was lovely. <laughs> you know, 51 isn't no spring chicken. And, uh, I'm do, like a I dead hen. No. I officiated a wedding this weekend and a bunch of my, uh, the youth that I used to be in ministry with were there. And after the rehearsal dinner and like, you know, a one Oh man, we were doing so good. Uh -oh. I'm like, you cut out just for a second, Tove. Sorry. Oh, okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So my youth were at this wedding. A bunch of the youth that I, when I was at the church, were at this wedding, and um, I, after the rehearsal dinner, you know, I'd, I'd had a couple glasses of wine, and I'm like, I'm ready for bed, and. So I get in an Uber and hit the road and they were texting me like, where are you? Are you kidding me? You've already gone home. I'm like, y'all, you forget <laughs> I'm 51. Like 10 is my bedtime. Like, <laughs> I, I don't. And then I, and I got, actually got the message at two o'clock in the morning when I got up to go to the bathroom. I was like, I'm going to the bathroom in the middle of the night, you guys are probably just now getting home. And exactly. Actually, and they were, they actually were like just pulling up. I was like, and this is why I get Ubers and go home early. Uh -huh, like, no kidding. 
No yeah. kidding. That's hilarious. I, I like my I like my old, boring, settled life. It feels really safe. Oh and happy my gosh. <laughs> I was thinking last night. I mean, I went to bed, I turned the light off at like 920 and I, I was lying in bed and I was thinking about one of the things I try to do is before right the last thing before I go to sleep, I read a little reading and then I think of the all the things for which I'm really grateful. And one of them was I'm really I really kind of I really like my age because I don't I say yes when I want to say yes and no when I want to say no. And I don't do anything I really don't want to do <laughs> except pay Amen. my taxes. Amen. And you know what? It takes a little while to learn that. But when you do, man, let me tell you what that spells. F-R-E-E-D-O-M. Freedom. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Free at last. <laughs> well, Tova, have a safe trip home. I will. And we'll finish up this conversation next Monday. Appreciate all of our listeners. Oh, and I forgot to thank. We had another anonymous donor this week. Oh, um, whoever you to, are. Yes, give to our cause. And we are always in need of great sponsors of what we're doing. So if you love what we do and appreciate listening every week and you haven't been able to, to give yet, we hope you will consider it. We make it super simple, tovacito.com, or you can Venmo at tova-cito. Y'all have an amazing week. We thank love you and for listening. You. Yes, thank you for listening.